Hello, friends, and welcome to Everyday Truth with Kurt Skelly. We're here to show that the Bible is relevant to your life every single day, and we're so glad you joined us here for the conversation. Our study of the Gospel of Mark is focusing on the busy, productive, and life-changing work of Jesus in action. Now, let's join Kurt for today's episode. Welcome back, friends, to today's episode of Everyday Truth really excited about showing you the postcard of the day. Uh, This is from Saxonburg, Pennsylvania, established 1832. Now, what's special about this card is I used to live right here in little old Saxonburg. What a beautiful little town Saxonburg is. Just iconic, uh, just the main street. It's just a great place to visit. And this postcard is from my friend Janine Bertner, Sean and Janine, just faithful friends for many years. And Janine says, I faithfully watch, listen, and learn. And then she says parenthetically, and enjoy coffee. And I do think that's somewhat of a prerequisite for um, for listening to my podcast. Janine, thanks for being such a faithful listener and for just staying with it. Your comments on Facebook are always a blessing, and I do appreciate you. Hey, uh, Mark chapter 7, we have been talking about how Jesus is dealing with these critics, uh, these Pharisees, scribes. He calls them actors. Uh, They are believing that they're supporting God's word, but in essence, by adding to it, they're actually undergirding it, undercutting it, I should say, not undergirding, undercutting it and, and, and rejecting the commandment of God. If you would look at verse number 14, as we continue this teaching ministry of Jesus, it says in verse 14, and when he had called all the people unto him, he said unto them. So Jesus has been dealing with answering the critics who have come to him really in in somewhat of a insincere way, because they've said to Jesus, why do your disciples do this? Now, their their beef is not so much with the disciples as it is with, it's kind of like if somebody came to you and said, hey, why do your kids do this? They're really not concerned about what the kids are doing as much as, you know, how could you let them do that? So Jesus has been answering these critics, but now in the midst of this, this defense, if you will, Jesus gathers the people. And I find that very interesting because... So often in the ministry of Jesus, the the ones that were the bystanders, the ones that were listening in, the the crowd, the audience, the the, the spectators, uh, they are the ones for whom Jesus had this level of concern. Now, the Pharisees, they they knew who they were, and these opponents, uh, their heart was fixed, and Jesus was dealing with them. But he was so concerned about these simple ones, so concerned about the crowd around him that he wanted to clarify to them. They were the ones that were being held hostage. They were the ones that were being abused by this religious system. And watch verse number 14, where he gathers, calls the people and says to them, verse 14, hearken unto me, every one of you, and understand. So listen understand, because it's one thing to listen. It's another thing to to allow the truth of God's word to be absorbed into our thinking, into our volition, like I want to obey this into my heart. 
Look at verse number 15. There is nothing from within, from without a man that entering into him can defile him. So again, Jesus is not speaking about, hey, if you ingest poison, it won't hurt you. He's not saying, hey, if you eat things that are uh, rotten, yet you won't get dysentery. That's not what he's saying. What, what he's saying here is he's, he's teaching a spiritual truth. And he's saying, you know, these guys are so emphatic about, oh, what's on the outside? What's on the outside? It's not what comes from the outside into you that's defiling. It's not these, these external observances that are the major concern of the, of the Lord. No, God is infinitely more concerned with what's inside of you, with your heart. And he makes that point in verse number 15. There is nothing from without a man that entering into him defileth him, but the things which come out of him, those are they that defile the man. If any man have ears to hear, let him hear. So he speaks in a parable and says, here's the parable. It's not, it's not the external that is of primary concern. It's, it's what's in you. And the, the fact is, what is in you, other people don't know. It's the secret you. It's the heart you. It's the hidden you. It's, it's, and really, this is a rebuke even of the Pharisees and scribes because on the outside, they were saying, we are the chief observers of the law because look at this high and lofty standard that we have and we keep the standard and you don't. And Jesus was saying, yeah, but what's in your heart? What's there? I was talking to, um, well, who was it recently? They were telling me about uh, the FBI and, uh, whoever it was, they were saying the FBI, when they do investigations on people, they say that there's really three levels to every person. They say level number one is the public you. It's the you that everybody knows, that everyone could see. And then they say there's the private you. That's, that's what your family knows. Uh, that's what your best friend knows. That's what your spouse knows. That's what you do at home that you'd never do at church. That's what you do at work that you'd never do, right, among that small group, the private group. But then the FBI says, there's not just the public you and the private you, there's the secret you. The secret you is the you that only you know. And Jesus said that can be the most defiling place of all. That can be the place Ezekiel, the prophet Ezekiel, called it the chambers, the inner places of our imagery, the places where we think and, and do and, and decide and the heart, the seat, that the innermost part. And that is what must be guarded the most. That's why God places such emphasis on the heart. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. Uh, James said in James chapter 3, If ye have bitter envying and strife in your heart, lie not uh, against the truth. As a matter of fact, that, that same chapter there, James chapter 3, the whole first part of the chapter is the tongue and what, what we say and how nobody can really even control the tongue. And then it says, and then it says but where does this come from? Where, 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 does, where, where do these words, where, where does this, this, this potty mouth come from? If you have bitter ending and strife in your hearts, it comes from what's down here because out of the abundance of that heart, it's going to spill out. 
That's why uh, David said, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. See, David understood it's more than just guarding what we say, but it's, it's and, you know, zipping my lip, but it, and counting the 10 and all the, you know, the ways that we deal with anger, but it's dealing what's down in my heart, the motivations. And so Jesus is driving at that, isn't he? Look at verse number uh, 17. And when he was entered into the house from the people, his disciples asked him concerning the parable. So his disciples said, okay, we just heard what you said to the crowd. Uh, we're alone now. What, what did you mean by that? Verse number 18. And he saith unto them, are ye so without understanding also? Like, are, I would expect for you guys to get this. Do you not perceive that whatsoever thing from without entereth into the man, it cannot defile him, because it entereth not into his heart, but into his belly, and goeth out into the draught, purging all meats. So I don't want to get too specific here, but what Jesus said is, but when you eat something, it didn't go to your heart. I don't care how much heartburn you have. It's not really your heart it goes to. It goes to your belly, and then it goes through your digestive system, and then it go- comes out, right? It, it purge, purges. Uh, and the point is, I'm not talking about your physical body. I'm not talking about physical food. I'm talking about the things that really defile us, the things that impact not just our temporal lives, our physical lives, but things that impact us spiritually, our eternity, our eternal lives. Look at verse number uh, 19. Because it entereth not into his heart, but into his belly. Look at verse 20. And he said, that which cometh out of the man, that defileth the man. Not, not, Not what goes in, but what comes out from your heart. For from within, out of the heart of men, and then he lists it. Do you see it there in verse number 21? And what comes out of the heart of men proceed evil thoughts adulteries, fornications, murders. Why? Because all of these heinous acts start in the heart. Adultery starts with lust. Fornication starts with lust. Murder starts with anger. Thefts, covetousness. Oh, there it is. Theft comes from covetousness. Wickedness, deceit, that's inward. Lasciviousness, an evil eye, blasphemy, pride, foolishness. All these evil things come from within and defile the man. So what's Jesus saying? Jesus is saying, be much more concerned about purifying your heart than you are about washing your hands. So I, I, I know there's a passage in James 4 that really helps with that, where it says, submit yourselves therefore to God, resist the devil, he will flee from you. Draw nigh to God, he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners. Purify your hearts, ye double-minded. Be afflicted and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to heaviness. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord. He sees the heart, right? In the sight of the Lord, he shall lift you up. So boy, today ought to be a day when we just say, Lord, search me, try me. Know my heart, try my thoughts, Lord, cleanse me from the inside out. Your words, your actions, they're just but late indicators of seeds that you've allowed to grow way down deep in that secret place. 
So I hope that helps today. Hope that's a bit of a conviction from the Word of God for all of us. Uh, We're going to jump back into verse number 24 next time. Hope you'll join us for that. God bless you, my friends. Thanks for taking time to listen. If you enjoy Everyday Truth, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast or share it with a friend. Until next time, God bless.